about the playoffs uh it's a crazy year for sure it's a crazy year for sure as happy as i am about my lakers making it to the second round i know we're gonna have to see the warriors or the kings yeah and the kings are playing much better than i expected them to play for sure so honestly i don't have a pick between the two of them because I think a, it's going to be equally as difficult oh, to beat them. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Kings, though. Just just purely based off experience. Not because they've been playing the Warriors excellently. Like, I did not think they was going to tie it up last night. I thought the Warriors was going to put them away. So, that's just. I don't even know. I yeah. honestly can't say who I would pick just yeah. because the Kings are healthy. They fast. And I think Young. clearly the Grizzlies. They they were fast and that hurt us and I think if the Kings stay healthy, that that'll just kill us. I think we already got a game plan for the Warriors. It's just like we're gonna try and beat them up down low, yeah, and absolutely live with they misses. But the Kings, <laughs> I just feel like they they gonna just keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing, try and get you tired and then yeah, bench if they go to bench, we, we ain't <laughs> we, got nothing. We done, <laughs> we done. So it'll be a crapshoot. Uh, besides. That series, um, I think in the second round, it's about to get real. Oh, for sure. Real interesting, especially how you feel about the East. Crazy that the Bucks is gone. Crazy. crazy. I mean, I'm not surprised. Miami is good. But for them to be down, Tyler Hero and Oladipo. Miami ain't that good. What? Miami. Jimmy good? That's what you said? Jimmy's good. Jimmy's good. Okay. Miami ain't that good. The, The Bucks. Did not play their best. They no, did not execute. Not. Miami beat them. To uh, not do that four times, though, that's tough. Well, Giannis didn't play in two out of four. Oh, that's true. That's true. Touche. He did. They did, did have some injuries, so that's tough. Yeah. Uh, the Heat did, too. Not saying that they didn't, but still, they, they weren't expected to do all of that. And I don't care what defense they playing, the Bucks should have got them out of there. Yeah, for sure. Who they got next round? They got Celtics? No. Who they got? Sixers. Six. Oh, no. No. I think it's Celtics Sixers. Ooh. Uh, it's Knicks versus. Oh, Knicks versus Miami. Miami. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's gonna be a series. That's gonna be interesting. The Knicks could. I think Miami can beat the Knicks. I don't like between the Knicks. I don't believe in either one of them two teams. Nah, but it's it sucks that the Sixers got to play the Celtics though, because I think both of them should. Those would be probably my picks out of the East, I think. But, I mean, only one going to win, so. Yeah, touche. I'm just saying. I would have liked to see them in the Eastern Conference Finals, but I It's the same thing. You, you, you'd rather say you made it to the Eastern Conference Finals than one round away? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Hell yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. How life treating you in general, though, man? You good? Uh, life's good. Um, life's good. Uh, in that swing where some about to start, the uh, year's moving quick. Um, yeah, it is. Just taking it a day at a time. Seems like the months are going by pretty quick, so just need to slow down a little bit what I'm doing and realign some plans. Um, but everything's good. I'm I'm still trying to build back up from even returning last year. What yeah. about you? You you got a lot of exciting things happening. Yeah, life changing. Uh, 
new job. Just so new job. That's big. That's big. That's big. Uh, and it's like just a totally different space. Like I'm traveling all the time, so it's just a, a different space. Right now I'm in training, so I feel a little bit still kind of a little settled. But even just going to do something five days a week is always like, wait, I gotta leave this house five days a week, or you know whatever. So that's gonna be that's already a, a big change. Um, so, but yeah, a lot of things progressing, a lot of things changing. But I feel good about it. Uh, I think ultimately, like, I'm in this place for a reason and a season, and I'm grateful, for sure. Super, super, super grateful. I should be. Well, welcome back for another ZTC, little Zen Trap chat we got going for y'all. We just rounded out the month of April, uh, talking about anxiety, big conversations around that. Yeah. Go check that out if you haven't seen it. This month, we are talking about parental relationships. Yeah. All things around family, family, generational trauma, all things like that. So if you got some topics or things you want to hear about in general, you can leave those in the comments or DM us. Um, but just open it up. Like, how would you say your parental relationship was growing up? Um, growing up, it was very one sided in the sense that I, I was raised in a single parent household. Uh, my mom was the primary and so parent really uh my father was not very active in my life especially early on um and so it was a strain like I, I knew my my father was around like maybe i don't know birth till maybe six or something like that um and so i kind of knew him uh and he would come around sometimes but it we didn't get to form a really good bond um he went off to prison after that so he was in prison for like the rest of my mainly in my childhood up until like my teenage years and so just trying to recover from that um is is tough so from the uh, paternal side that was that situation but my mother uh was super loving raised in love she had two children early in life uh, my brother and my sister when she was younger and they're 18 19 years older than me so she kind of had like almost like a redo like i can't imagine five years from now i think she was 37 when she had me having a child and like everything that i know now like she had already like experienced all this stuff and so she knew better like how to do better how to be better and she tried to do her best uh with me and so i felt that like now looking at how i was raised i could tell like oh yeah she had some experience she kind of knew, like, okay, I don't want to make those type of mistakes. I want to raise her in love. I want to raise her in, uh, you know, with respect and confidence and all these other things. So she definitely did that for sure. What about you? How was your uh, parental relationships growing up? Uh, Single-parent household. So my mom and dad divorced when I was either being born or just, like, one years old. I have an older brother. Um, so we were raised together in a small town in North Carolina where both my parents are from. Again, it was just my mom, really. My dad was in serving in the military, so he was traveling a lot. So if my parents had stayed together or if I was somehow just raised by my father instead of just raised by my mother, I would have traveled a lot and been one of those military kids that say, yeah. you know, I don't really have don't, a home. I don't, I don't have nowhere. friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, again, yeah, my dad wasn't really there like that. Uh, we would talk uh, just multiple times a year, mainly for events, birthdays, holidays, things like that. 
Uh, my mom was, again, the person that raised us. She raised us out of love, I would say, from how people describe it. Very loving, and I think that came from how she was brought up, where her parents didn't show her a lot of affection, so she did the thing where either you can repeat the cycle or you can try and do something drastically opposite. So I think she did drastically opposite. She was really big on family and is really big on family. Um, she tries to show us love verbally and through like actions and tries to talk to us about it. My mom does the best she can. I can't complain about how I was raised. Uh, she is also isn't one of those parents that would try and talk bad about my dad or yeah. at, at least not in front yeah. of us. She wanted us to have our own relationship with our dad and yeah, she would push true. us with his family and things like that. So for me, solid parental relationship to me, I, w I would say my mom's open to talking about things, but still as a parent, she has to say so and she worked a lot. So I, and also my personality type, I definitely, not a child that's looking for a lot of uh I'm not even gonna say that I was looking for a lot of love per se but um I don't I to me was an easy child to raise is I don't need a lot of talking to I don't need a lot of, if you tell me something once I'm assume that that's what the law is whatever okay cool that's how it's gonna go I'm not really challenging a lot of things I'm not really trying to I guess do a lot of stuff so I felt like when I was a child, and even my parents and other people around would say this, that if I ever asked for something, most people were inclined to give it to me because I never asked for anything. So it's like when I do, it's like, oh, he must really want this. And it's almost when you get to that child where it's like, because this child never asked for anything, you almost feel like you want to give that child something. Like that child ain't never asking for nothing. Like I want to be able to try and give that child something. So that felt to be played with a lot in my life too. It was like if I asked almost anybody, aunt, grandparent, for something, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. You don't never ask for nothing. Yeah, yeah I get you that. <laughs> so solid relationship to me. Again, I'm sure some effects of my father not being there and raising me that I definitely missed out on and probably still miss out on today. But um, I just try to think about both sides of it, whereas mm -hmm. th the positive things I would have got is some, probably some negative things I would have got too. So I just Dang, that's true. take it, take it for how it is. That's it, true. It that's is what true. it is. Their parents raised them the best they could. They both had difficult relationships with their parents uh, from the love aspects, and you can see that it affects them both in different ways. So yeah, I, I totally get that. Uh, so do you feel like uh, your relationship with your parents now is is? I'm, I mean, obviously they progress and they're different. But how do you feel about, I guess I'm going to open-ended it. How do you feel like, how do you feel about your relationship with your parents now? Uh, I feel like we are in that transition phase where eventually I'm going to have my own family. So it'll be me transitioning into what we kind of say is like a full adult. Clearly, I'm an adult now. I live on my own. I do my own thing, but I don't have my own family per se. I still am a part of my family. When I get married, have children, and things like that, which should be coming up in the next five to ten, of course, that would transition the relationship into now. I have a family dynamic, and I need to include my family into my family dynamic. Yeah. And my wife's family would have to be included into our family dynamic and, and carving all of that out. So naturally, we would have to build different relationships than we had before where – Clearly, both my parents are already grandparents because of my brother. My brother has three children, really 
four technically, but um, it, it just it would be different because now I have to experience that. But again, my my brother has struggles and stuff too, so it's almost he's still a, a child raising children. But yeah, I think it would be a bit, just a very different dynamic where um, I have to start not even setting. I, I wouldn't even say it's boundaries. It's just conversations would have to happen about like how I'm going to raise my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. When you want to see them and things like that. Just different conversations would have to take place. But as far as how we are now, I'm close to my mom, but I would feel like I feel like my mom is going through a lot of transition as well in her life with taking care of her mom. Uh, she's even still newly married. Got married during the pandemic, 2020. So. She's in a big transitional space too. She's been living on her loan alone for a little while and now she has her husband and she's about to retire and things like that. So uh, me and my mom are close, but we could definitely be closer in talking about things like that. Um, I think I've been in a transition where I'm trying to really understand who I am and who I want to be and what I want to do out of life. And uh, it's hard to try and discuss it as you're trying to do it sometimes. So I, I think I'm somewhat trying to put in the work first and then develop a relationship, right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, but we, we definitely could be closer. I definitely would like to talk more, I guess. Yeah. Um, what about you? Um, I think, honestly, uh, my father is deceased now. So our relationship uh, prior to him passing away, didn't re- I mean I I did more talking to him than I did when I was younger, uh, but I felt the need to kind of like let him know like I felt like it was his job or his role to develop a relationship with the adult Lindsay, and so I feel like he didn't really uh, take me up on that offer, right? Like I would reach out maybe once or twice a year, just see how he was doing, and the conversation was consistently like, oh, we should talk more. Okay, yeah, like, you, you have control over that. You got my number. My number been the same since I was 14. Like, you can call me. Um, so that kind of never really de- developed into anything. Um, however, me and my mom are close. Uh, we – I think she likes who I am as a person. I, I like who she is as a person. We can respect one another. Um, it, I will say the biggest transition in, like, the adult relationship is, like, because I'm the baby, her realizing, like, oh, she's an adult. Like, she gets to do whatever she wants, and I don't get to dictate that. I think that was a struggle uh, for many years and kind of still is to today is, like, she doesn't really adapt well when I don't listen because I was a very, uh, I guess, obedient child. I, if she said, do this, then I, you know, kind of just went with it. Same, same as you. Like, just was what it was. I didn't really disagree often just because I also, me and her are similar in logic, so it made sense to me. Um, which my mom definitely explained things to me when I was younger, told me why. Now, some stuff was because I said so, but... <laughs> yeah, I guess... I mean, that's just well, part me, of it. For yeah. me, I was more so obedient. One, because you're an adult, it's like logical type things. Also, I just felt like this is just a, a phase time. I, eventually, I'm going to be older. It's going to happen where you're not always going to be... Any adult, not just talking about <laughs> mom. You're not always going to be able to tell me what to do. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't think about that being younger. I was I, thinking I about think, the present. I'm I'm thinking when you get to high school. So oh, okay. Yeah. Middle well, school, high school. I'm I'm talking about once you get to that age where your parent can't whoop you anymore. Oh, okay. You literally only can tell me what to do. You yeah, can tell me. For sure. You can take the keys. You can do all this other stuff. You can only talk to me. 
Yeah. That's what I'm saying. When I'm around oh, yeah. that age, it's I like. So, you do you know, feel okay. like there's any like trauma within your relationships, um, or even like other people that you encounter that is like common in our culture or common like things that we're discovering in this age range that we're in that people are dealing with or that you are dealing with regarding yeah, your parents? I'm gonna try not to speak too much on other people, yeah, because I don't know what I don't know. I'll say for me specifically, I don't know a lot of two-parent households i don't know a lot of uh people in families whose marriage i look at and and i would say is an example for me of i really like their relationship and i would like something similar to their relationship i didn't see a lot of that personally growing up Mm. and i never experienced a lot of family dynamics like that like big family gatherings i've I think I do have a big family, but we are a big close family. So that is, uh, I would say it's a trauma for sure, but it's not a trauma that I, I think personally affected me. I think it could have helped me a lot, yeah. but I don't think I let it affect me a lot growing up. Like it wasn't something that held me back or that I like really had a strong desire for because I didn't know what I was missing out on. Yeah. So, if anything, I'll say that's a big one, and a big one is our family not talking about, in this day and age, millennials or whatever we call people, the the younger people, I think we do a good job of humanizing our parents and humanizing adults that didn't take place in the 90s when we were children. Adults are adults, kids are kids. It's adults things that, that happen. And children shouldn't really know about adults' business and stuff like that. So you almost, unless you truly ask, you never got stories or even saw how your, in my my dynamic, how your parent or grandparent was younger. What they truly did experience. You didn't really know them as as that younger person. I know you as you are today in your late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. I know that type of person you are. I might occasionally walk up on catch you on a good night where you telling a story and catch little bunches of stories but i never got to to really really know you yeah and i would benefit more from that and hearing your human eyes of your mistakes your thought process what you went through just hearing that stuff would have helped me see you in a different light versus how you are now for example my grandfather apparently he used to he's a very religious man now he has been that way since i was born but apparently everybody was like, oh, Jay was in the military. He was uh, traveling a lot. Oh, you act like, just like your grandfather. Or this. He uh, used to smoke cigarettes a lot and stuff or cigars and all this stuff. He always had some money in his pocket. Always did. Like, just look just random stuff. stuff. Yeah, like, who no, is this guy? Quit smoking cold turkey, found the Lord and all this stuff. Just all these random stories. And I found that my younger cousins and other people would know a lot more of these stories because as they got past that i don't know if it was the time of it or again just the children you know as children you feel more comfortable asking your parents stuff and as they're older they don't they don't mind explaining it to Mm -hmm. the children for some reason but when we were younger you you couldn't even really ask the question you get asked the question it's it's a hey that ain't none of your business or it ain't no argument it ain't this ain't no conversation (laughs) so those were the two I guess main things for me is again mostly around just communication in the family, communicating about how you feel and how you used to be as an as a as a person, as a person coming up. Yeah, I feel that. 
Um, I mean, I wouldn't say I, I necessarily identify with a certain level of trauma, um, particularly dealing with my parents. Obviously, me not having my father around can be traumatic, right, ultimately. Uh, but I think that um, me coming out, when I, when I came out, started talking to, you know, women and stuff like that, that was a big uh switch for my my relationship with my mom and so I think those type of things when you have these events in your life that happen especially as you get older uh things start to kind of shift and I saw I would say that was probably one of the most traumatic events in my life and seeing my mom like not view me as this golden child right because I I mean I was a pretty good kid so her not viewing me in that way definitely uh, shook me and was was kind of traumatic as well but me also learning that that's how I learned that was my first lesson to my mom as a human like my mom has her own feelings her own emotions um everything is not you know always rainbows and unicorns she has true feelings and so that was the first time I really got to see that and I think that's so relevant um to me like understanding who she is as she as we, you know, kind of grew past that stage in our life. So I think that was probably a, a big thing. Another thing that I feel like um, is a struggle, which I kind of hit on it earlier, is just like being the, the baby and like being allowed that freedom to do whatever you want to do. And like my brother and sister, they can make decisions and my mom would just be like, all right, whatever, cool. I make a decision, she don't like it, it's a conversation. Like, it's like, oh, no, we got to talk about this. I don't understand why you're doing this. I don't want you to do it. No. I remember I was talking about moving to Mexico or something for a job, and my mom was like, no. I was like, what? <laughs> Can't tell me no. She was like, yes, I can. You you cannot move to Mexico. I'm grown. I was like, I How old are you? 27, 26. Like, I'm grown. No. So it was just things like that that was kind of like, Wow, this is uh, enlightening, <laughs> for sure. But, yeah, I think um, ultimately, like, I wouldn't say I experienced a lot of different traumas. I think my sister and my brother have a totally different it's, – it's amazing that the same person can raise you, and they have a totally different experience. Well, that's to speaking to the age gap, because technically your brother and sister could be your parents. Well, I'm saying, like, them them compared to each other. Sorry. Oh, my brother and you're sister, talking about them too. Yeah, oh. my brother and sister are 11 months apart. Even their experience with my mother during the same time frame is totally different. Is that more male to female, or like what do you what do you attribute? That I, to? I would attribute it maybe some male female, but mainly just like personality. Mm. Like my mom had to parent my sister different than my brother. My brother was more of a sensitive, quiet kid. My sister was more of an outspoken. Uh, type of kid like so it was just totally different based on personality and also I mean I if we go pull back layers I think there's other things that are underlying my mom really wanted to go to college and like uh, she had kids like early on so she couldn't go to college and then you had one kid and you have another kid and you're like oh my god my dreams are deflated so it's other stuff that I feel like kind of attributes to that but ultimately I think like it's wild that they have such different experiences with the same parent during the same like time frame yeah i mean and i, I mean i know i know other people that also experience that i think i heard somebody talking about like you know i, I mess with a friend of mine matter of fact i'd be like oh that's your favorite child she got five kids she's like no nah, i don't have a favorite child 
oh, the way you manage that child versus how you manage other children, your other children, it's totally different. So I can tell you got a favorite child. Like, and so I think other people experience that. I don't have children, so I can't even say. Yeah. But I think people, because I believe some people when you say a, a favorite, I, I think it's subjective to say if you have a favorite child or not. I, I think, again, with me not having children, it's difficult for me to say. Not difficult, but I, I just want people to take that with a grain of salt. When you have children, every child has a different personality. Mm-hmm. You may bond more with a child over certain activities. Like, let's say if I have four kids, one really likes basketball. So what I naturally do is basketball. If I'm watching basketball and they want to watch basketball with me, it may appear you are my favorite, but no, you aren't really necessarily my favorite. You just like to do this activity with me so it can come across that you are my favorite. Or just like you mentioned, these four children, two of them are really sensitive and quiet. I don't need to go and talk to them about yelling and doing all this other stuff but i gotta go talk to you about doing this so i have to parent y'all differently but i think it's the parent's job to or not job but it's the parent's responsibility if they don't want to be deemed as showing favoritism to explain that to the child that hey i'm not going to treat all of you the same you may deem that as not being fair but what you all need are different you are three four different types of children we are all going to have different relationships. I'm not showing favoritism. I need to explain to you that you are on punishment because you did this, this, and this. They did not do that. I am not enjoying, like, or per se, trying to do more with them. You just literally don't agree with what I'm, what I'm saying. So you are having a more difficult time in this household because you do not like that rule. That doesn't mean I don't like you any less. I don't love you. It's just... Yeah, so yeah. I think when you don't explain that to a child and you just leave it as, like, you just answer the question just literally as it is, no, I don't have favorites, and you don't explain to be like, hey, uh, let's say you have children, four, four kids, two kids. Two kids. One of them really loves to cook. One of them don't. One of them is really not organized and very yeah. messy. Yeah. You may say on that other child, hey, I told you to clean this up. I told mm-hmm. you to do that. The other one is cleaning up, doing all this stuff. They can be like, you like her more than me anyway. No, I don't like her more. Y'all just be in there cooking and singing and stuff every morning. <laughs> I don't like her more than you. And you just keep saying that yeah, and leaving it at that. But you don't explain to them, hey, me and your brother or sister, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to cook regardless whether your brother or sister is in the kitchen. Anyway, your brother or sister chooses to come into the kitchen, chooses to try and bond with me and do those things. So, yeah, I understand how it may appear that way. Yeah. I think if you don't explain that to the child growing up, and you and I, I want to leave this caveat too, you can explain all that to the child and they still can have that issue. So yeah. it's not even that I'm saying if you do that, you'll get away from it. But at least it will help the probability of it. But this is probably coming from two people who are the favorite child of their parents, so... Take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> and you could say favorite by saying you were easier to raise. That's why you were my favorite. Because mm. my mama don't like sports. My mama don't like, it's not like necessarily certain like, aspects. Yeah. We could be deemed the favorite children just because we are most obedient to the rules that are being laid out. We aren't giving pushback. So that's true. The stuff that we are being deemed a favorite for could not even be 
true to our natural like character. It's just like I'm appeasing you because I respect our dynamic as parent to child relationship, yeah. and I just don't want people don't in call, general. I don't cause no issues. I'm not gonna cause you. I don't no want to smoke. That's so all it is. You like, oh yeah. I, if I, I was a child that wanted smoke, this relationship dynamic would be nice. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. Yeah, so sure. I, I think people struggle trying to explain that to children a lot of times because we're trying to get out of that dynamic of you are a child, I'm an adult. Yeah, absolutely. I think parental relationships are super important. They're super impactful. Um, trying to unpack those and pull back the layers uh, is essential as you become older in your life and understanding how they impact you. Like what happened them first 18 years of my life is definitely impacting what's going to happen in the next 18. So I think uh, that's one of the reasons we wanted to pick this topic. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we have this conversation. We hope that it sparks you to have this conversation, whether it's with your friends, your family, your siblings, whoever. Um, definitely important to to start unpacking those parental relationships and seeing how it affected you. Uh, if you feel like you're not the favorite child or if you feel like you are the favorite child, talking to your parents about that if you can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for so, sure. Uh, so that's what we'll be doing for this month. Uh, we'll be looking to poll questions, um, have more discussion around this. If you have some suggestions or topics or things you'd like to hear or just comments in general, please feel free to leave them, DM us. Uh, again, we uh, talk back. Um, this has been another Zen Trap Chat. We're starting off the month again with parental relationships. That'll be what we're talking about this month. So uh, let us know what you got going on. Uh, if you can't do nothing else, make sure you protect your peace. Protect your energy. This is Intrap. We out.